Hello and welcome to Surprisingly Music Podcast. I'm Taryn. I'm Trevor. And today we will be talking about legendary Korean, Korean pop girl group Blackpink. In your area. Yep. So, <laughs> um, let's jump into do you want to do do you want to do who Blackpink is? I'm going to do who Blackpink is. Okay, all right. Yeah. I it doesn't look like you have notes on who Blackpink is. That's cuz I remembered it all. Oh, okay. Um and when did they the, debut, Trevor? When did they debut or when were they starting to be formed? When did they debut? The 2016. First all right, what was their first song? Da 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 da. Nope, Boom Ba Ya. Boom Ba Ya. Fuck off. I remember the key points that I want to talk about. Uh what's their highest Billboard peak with a song? And which um, song was it? Yeah, you didn't remember shit. That's because I said I because re- <laughs> I said I remember the key points that I want to talk All about. Right. I don't care about when this fucking formulaic band was formed. Oh yeah, you mean a two-piece garage rock band that does the same thing every time? Korean girl group from South Korea, Blackpink, consists of Jenny, Jisoo, think I'm saying that right, Lisa, and the love of my life, Rose. Yeah, how did they all meet? Did they all meet? Like, were they friends forever, or were they formed by a an, an, a record label? Um, they were formed by a record label. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you, do you want to go through a lot of the bands you probably enjoy that were probably also formed by the industry? Who? I guarantee I could find like five bands that were like just pushed together, but they just don't talk about it. The same way they don't talk about it. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I was I was looking into it. Like this band, I liked this band. I like their music. I just, I know that the bands that are my main bands that are, are like the core are like the ones that I know a lot about. They weren't formed like that. And I don't, I, I don't know. It's like, it just has hints of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all those. Yeah. It's a all singing and dancing group. They, yeah. They dance for their live performances. And but, those um, simping videos that you watch. Damn straight. Um, they de- debuted in 2016 with Boombaya, which blew up very quickly, and they pretty much immediately became the highest-charting Korean girl group of all time. Ice Cream reached 13 on the charts, and this album, the album, reached number two. They are the highest-subscribed music group on YouTube, with, I think it was 61 million subscribers. And they have three videos... Over, over a billion, billion streams. And they're the second most subscribed music act overall behind Justin Bieber, who has like a million more subs than them. Really? So they're hot on the Come trail. Come on, Korea. Get on it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's America's fault because we're the ones subbing to Bieber. <laughs> you mean simping to Bieber? Dude, like, have you seen him he in the past? He looks weird. Like, yeah, he looks like he just works at literally any gas station. Learn to grow a beard or a mustache. Yeah, because he just has the mustache. Yeah, learn to grow it. Read a book. Learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the correct the correct way to do it if you have bad facial hair genetics is the parts that are growing longer, trim it, and then let the rest catch up. Well, I know like some people who just patch it, won't even grow in in places. Mm, that sucks. It sucks for those people, right? And just be clean shaven. Yeah, you have no other choice. Yeah, like the, the fucking rat stash, man. I see it way too often. Like where, where they like trim it down so it's really thin and just above the lip. Ugh. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, good. But yeah, um, so Lisa is 
the best. She's yeah. a rapper, right? Yeah, she's a rapper. Oh. Um, and also the face of Celine, Hedy Slimane's brand. Hedy Slimane. Uh, Hedy Slimane, I think. Yeah, Hedy Slimane. Anyway. Why can't ask me? Uh, you know these things. I don't. Um, and so she's Thai <laughs> and from Thailand. Uh, Rose is... Uh, half she from... She's half Korean, half New Zealand, and she's from New Zealand, but then moved to South Korea. She's not from the rosé part of France? No. <laughs> like she's only real rosé if she's from the rosé region. <laughs> rosé region. <laughs> um, I think her name's Roseanne, if I remember correctly. So Okay. But yeah, like everyone's names is like a spin on the real name. I think uh, Jenny is the only one who her name is just Jenny. From the block. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the album. The album. Rose, I love you. Um, <laughs> Selena Gomez, I love you. Uh, um, so first song is How You Like That. How You Like That. And it starts off, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, we listen to a, a, a Mighty Mighty Boston's. I'm getting horny in the beginning. Oh, my God. The horns are nothing like the mighty mighty Boston. But I just wanted to make a horny joke. <laughs> You're going to horny it, jail. It like um, like right off the bat, it's like that like walk in kind of music. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Dun, walk up. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like that's them walking on the stage. Like it is. Yeah. Very epic and cinematic. It, and then it comes down. Yeah. And it's like kind of soft and poppy. And then back up into the cinematic part. Yeah. And I like the cinematic part. It's got like, I think it's trap music. I don't know trap music well um, enough. To... EDM, trap. Trap. It's kind of like in between there. It sounds confident, which I like that. You know, that yeah. is definitely walk-in <clears throat> music, like you said. It's fun. Um... I just saw one of your notes, and it's the same note I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I was the one that I think. But anyway, so... <laughs> Which one? Bet you wanna. <laughs> Literally, we'll Literally talk about verbatim. that. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, All right, we'll get back to that. So anyway, how you like that? Um, <laughs> here's what I think about the song. I feel like it's two different songs that they were kind of trying to put together. Mm-hmm. I see what they were trying to do, and they almost did it. But for some reason, like the really soft, poppy parts just don't flow with the the trappy parts. Yeah, the trap Lisa rapping parts. They just don't quite fit together. But I see what they were trying to do, and I appreciate that. And I, I still like it. It's still a good song. But, I, yeah. I personally love the contrast between uh, Rosé's like very like smooth, feathery Vocals. kind of voice, and then Lisa's like "Let's fucking go" kind of rap. I I like the "Let's fucking go" more than I like the other side. Um, and it's not because it was in Korean. I didn't have any problem the, yeah. with that. Um, the part after the uh, breakdown, I think we could call it. Yeah. Where, like the music is kicking in, then look in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. And then like it hits hard. Like I fucking love that beat. It is so much fun. Yeah. The uh, what I <laughs> the one my favorite lyric was uh, how you like that. Look at you now. Look at me. Look um, at you now. Look at me. Like, yeah. That, that was just over, over and over again. Look at you now. Look at me. Yeah, look at you now, look at me. <laughs> it's so simple, but yeah, just so fun. It, it's just like 
You look like shit. What's up? And dude, Lisa's fucking hot. She looks like a real life anime character. Like she is, she is gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Why are you weird about that? I don't know. I just wanted to be weird. It's for the for the thumbnail. <laughs> Quiet, you. Making sizzly sound. <laughs> anyway, this podcast has gone off the rails early. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, Let's get... But yeah, the, the vocal performances were great, though. Vocal performances like, were great. The rapping was great. It was just fucking super fun and confident. The soft vocals, while not my favorite, were still great. Yeah. Musically. Yeah. Definitely knows how to sing. Like, yeah. These her, girls are talented. Her, her solo stuff is amazing. Okay. And then you next... simped really hard this week, didn't you? <laughs> I love Rosé. So... Um, up next, <laughs> that's that's funny. I'm gonna cut that because <laughs> this whole podcast is about you not drinking. Taryn, I love rose. <laughs> so anyway, up next we got ice cream, the best song on the album. Ironically, this song is really hot considering ice cream is cold. Uh, <laughs> and that's a good point. I like the way you phrase um, that. <laughs> this song is just an innuendo, fucking clusterfuck of like just lyrical content i loved it like i'm not shitting on it but it's definitely like every other line is, is an innuendo and i i love that because i love it like like maroon five yeah. weird band to bring up write some dirty fucking lyrics when you when you listen to the lyrics yeah they're like they're old stuff not their new new shit that's just obviously dirty you know it terror terror I never listened to Maroon 5. When you listen to, like, This Is Love, like, the songs about Jane album, their first one, you know? This love is taking control. I don't fucking know it. But anyway. Never um, heard it. <laughs> it's been on the radio. So you... I've never listened to the radio. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, you have. No, I don't. You don't listen to the radio now, but you did when you were a kid in the no, car. No, I didn't. I listened to my iPod. Okay, when you... Okay. All right, whatever. Um, anyway. So. Uh, where was I? Um, Ice Cream. Ice Cream, yeah. It's a great fucking song. Yeah. Selena Gomez is in it, and she... She is like how we talked about before with features. She brought something to the song. While she fit in with the band pretty well, I think she yeah. added her own thing to it. Better. She was a better feature. And the other feature on this album, Taryn. Gee, I wonder who the other feature is. Um, I mean, like, her voice is very similar in, like, tonality to Jenny's. So yes. I feel like Jenny could have just sang the parts. So, <laughs> and it no, would have been fine. When I first saw the... When I first saw the music video... For oh, you, song, you watched the music videos? I watched this one Did you on slap repeat. the bottom of your desk at work? Like, Jesus. Um, on repeat man you give me <laughs> shit for simping all i did was like watch every one of their interviews <laughs> you, you, you saw the video for this one right yes it was fucking great was, and when i saw it she was singing and i was just like oh that girl looks like selena gomez and i was talking about i think one of the other girls and then yeah. selena gomez popped up on the screen and you were just like, like oh um, I think I like Selena Gomez. I like Taylor Swift's music more than I like Selena Gomez's music, but I like Selena Gomez as a person more than I like Taylor Swift. 
That was too. That was way too insightful. That was way too deep of a look inside to who I am. Okay. Um. <laughs> so yeah, lyrics are dirty. They're dirty, and I don't want my ice cream dirty. Um, I love some of the lyrics. Uh, the uh, you can double dip because I know you like me. That, oh, that line is just fucking. <laughs> Opening lyric. Come a little closer because you looking thirsty. Let me make it better. Sip it like a Slurpee. Yeah, I fucking love this song. When, that's the opening <laughs> lyric that Selena Gomez sings, and I could not be happier. I feel like a fucking 14-year-old boy. Everyone knows that uh, women in their 20s just want to fuck 14-year-old boys. Apparently. Yeah. Especially if you're a school, um, if they're a school teacher. It, Lisa's rapping in this song is, in my opinion, the peak of the song. She this, fucking knocked it out of the park on this song. I I'm just gonna spoil it. This is my favorite song off the album. You already said that. I'm spoiling it again. Okay. Spoiler alert. Um. Yeah, I know. L- Iron Man gener- dies. Lisa generally knocks it out of the park on every song. She's I thought you were just... about. I thought you were saying Lisa Jenner. I was like, wait, there's another fucking Kardashian. No. no. Um. She's just amazing. I fucking love her voice. And she sings later in the album, too. And her voice is also amazing. Is she the most talented of the Blackpink? Um, I don't know. None of the other ones rap? She can rap and sing. What else do they have to do? Oh, um, I think uh, Jenny and Jisoo write like the music. So I would say that would argue with other producers and stuff like that. But I feel like... Writing yeah, the music is I definitely actually, a different talent. I did look into that one. Uh, Jenny and Jisoo. Jisoo, I think. Uh, we're probably saying that wrong. Yeah. Um, Our apologies. We love you. Um, They were the two that I saw that had been featured on song, like like writing credits. Yeah. Um, While it was, I think, only two. So Yeah. Uh, Rose helped write her music. But um, none none of uh, Blackpink stuff. So, up next we got. Well, well I actually want to talk oh. about this one because this one's got a couple like of the musical parts of it. This is like you know that I've said it before. I hate drum pads, drum machines. Yeah. You know, I just it's just it just sounds like really. I don't know. I, I like it when someone plays drums. Yeah, I, I like it too. when they play it imperfectly. Well, you can play it imperfectly too when you're doing this, when yeah. you're tapping on it. Well, well, no, but when you type it into a computer, it's going to be perfect. Yes. <laughs> Which is what they did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like, I think imperfections, I like freckles, you know? They're the freckles of music. I don't like freckles. Yeah. <laughs> you like fucking perfect, like mathematically perfect women. Rosé. <laughs> oh, you like mathematically perfect days. <laughs> so, um, but no, th- this is how you use a drum pad or drum machine or whatever the fuck. They did it awesome. It's got this big, like, wah bass, which I love, mm-hmm. you know, um, very, you know, hip-hop-like. Um, and then the, um, it sounds like he's, or, or whoever's doing the drums, is hitting the uh, um, drumstick on the side of, like, the snare, you know, mm-hmm. on the rim. Yeah. The rim shot. It's yeah. not a rim shot, but yeah. Um, it just sounds great. I just love it because you got this high high pitched noise with the big wah wah bass. Yeah. Just a perfect, it's just a great song. Selena like is so hot. This is just the simp album. Yeah, it really is. I fucking love them so much. 
Okay. I, I mean, I was like listening to them heavily before we went into this. So. <clears throat> I know. That's why I'm um, upset that it came randomly out of the hat. Yeah. So ne- so my next album will probably be Baby Metal, just to keep the pace going. <laughs> okay. It won't be. Don't worry. I already, <clears throat> I already know who my next band is. Um. So up next, we got Pretty Savage. Pretty <laughs> Savage of a song. And that's literally my, my note was piano or something. It sounds like a piano. Yeah. And then, and then, brr. Brr. that's that's yep. what they do oh it's, after... it's more of a purr you're doing more of like a bird they're the same fucking thing they're the same fucking thing no, they're not. uh and then uh uh um they do the 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 thing again the black pink in your area yeah black pink in your area um where's this... my area 503 uh so um I was just like rearranging some stuff at work, and I noticed that all the things that I was rearranging had uh, just like single digit numbers on them, and like it was just like paperwork, and they meant literally nothing. But I dug through and found five hundred three, <laughs> put the five hundred three all next to each other, and then I saw two sixes. So I was like, now nah, I gotta find a third one real quick. So I just organized all this paperwork by just like five hundred three six six six, and then just the rest. But yeah, Lil Nas's new song, dude. So many old people at my work have been like, "Oh my god, did you see that? It was disgusting." And I was like, "Actually, it was hilarious." <clears throat> like yeah. him dancing on the devil. Fucking love that shit. I want those sneakers. I think they look ugly. Yeah, but they, I understand why. They, they look ugly as shit. I, I, but I get why. I get. I understand that. Yeah, you, <laughs> you want to be cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at least I get there. <laughs> what? I'm saying I'm not cool? Yes. <laughs> That's fine. I know that. But at least I don't spend... Doge. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it showed up on the camera. I have a Dogecoin pop socket. <laughs> yeah, I said it. It's on the record. Yeah. I think it's cooler than anything I own. What about your actually, actually, no, us owning Dogecoin is cooler than anything else yeah, we own. I'm a Dogecoin investor. <laughs> I think everyone should just liquidate all their assets and buy Dogecoin. I mean, I think people should at least put a quarter minimum of their disposable income into cryptocurrencies. Okay, well, let's get back to Blackpink. Let's get back to... What does Blackpink pretty... think about cryptocurrency? Um, I mean, they probably have some. I'm sure they have, like, okay. financial people. Pretty Savage. Pretty Savage. It's my favorite song on the album. I figured that it was. So, I was having a hard time following the lyrics, but I'm getting into it. Like, I'm I'm, I'm liking it. Is it because it's in a different language? No, it's because it just, like, it'll be in a different language, and then it'll come to English, and I still can't really understand what they're saying. But I'm liking it. I like it. I actually like the transitioning back from yeah. Korean uh it is Korean, right? I yeah. just want to make sure. Korean, yeah, Korean and English. So maybe you experienced this too. Like some of the parts that were in Korean, like the way Korean like phonetically sounds, like it almost sounded like I should be able to understand the word. Like there's yeah. just like a few places where it's just like, was that an English word? No, no, it wasn't at all. Yeah, there was some where I like, thought I thought one sentence was in both English and 
and Korean. There were some. The, but I went back yeah. and listened to them specifically, yeah, and they but, weren't. But, yeah, no, like, something about Korean sounds kind of English. Like, I don't know. It's, like it's also a... Sounds. It's also, from what my understanding is, a ra- relatively newer language. So it probably did take from a bunch of other languages to make, like... Apparently, it's, like, the easiest language to learn how to read. Really? Yeah. It's just, like, apparently, like, very, like... <laughs> easy to understand like it was made to be easy i saw a thing with uh conan o'brien when he went to korea and he did learn uh like he did the thing on learning korean and uh it was kind of funny uh but he uh he was able to learn as much korean as a dude from boston can so but anyway so the melodies and the rapping are fucking awesome yes oh yeah and you know what you know what i'm gonna make this i'm just gonna say it i like whistling in songs I don't because I can't sing along. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're one of the underachievers. <laughs> Man, who knew whistling was what was going to be holding me back in life? <laughs> Dude, whistling is holding you back so much. Imagine how much more, imagine how many more women you could get just by catcalling them. Oh, because that always works. Oh, yeah, but, it always gets it. Yeah. If, if you demean a woman, that's how you get them. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Like, yeah. I'm not that fucking dumb. Yeah. I just, I I don't want to be that guy, but like. No, so, um, the, the segue into sexism, um, is. Which is actually, I say, very. It's, it, it applies to this band. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> is, um,. Is it like catcalling? Because catcalling is just kind of an overarching term of just like whether it's whistling like that or like, hey, hey sweetheart, yeah. you know, like look at that ass. You nice know? tits. Like, is it catcalling just like to walk by like a girl and just be like, hey, I really like your hair and then just like keep going? Like, is that bad? Is that not something you're supposed to do? Like, I'm not like, hey there, sweetheart, I really like your hair. I'm just like, oh, wow, you have really cool hair. And then thank you. Then I just keep fucking going. Is that bad? Am I am I causing lasting damage to women by doing that? If you say if you say hey I like your hair and then keep walking, I think that's fine. But sexualizing them is where you're like, "Hey, well yeah, you yeah. want to wash my cum out of your hair?" Yeah, no, I don't do that. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's like, like, hey, I like your hair. Hey, or just like, nice hey, those jeans. pants are fucking dope. Glad we both went for pants. I mean, I said jeans, but you don't. You're not attracted to girls who wear jeans. Yeah, I am. What? I don't know what you're attracted to anymore. You, don't <laughs> you love just me. like make these weird broad strokes of you don't like girls who wear jeans. Broad Emily, brushes. Emily wore jeans all the fucking time. <laughs> I love her. And you wouldn't know if she wore jeans because you're staring at her ass the whole time. Yeah. And that's that's not like a, a sexist pervert thing. I was dating them. <laughs> hey, nice. So there. So anyway, Back. again, pretty savage. Pretty savage. I feel like is another, they're trying to put two songs together. And they're not quite getting there, but well, you're... I see what they're trying to do. So I feel like this this is why I like this music probably more than you do because you're looking at it like, Oh, these are two separate songs and they don't belong together because this isn't a dig 
at rock music, but it sounds the same the whole way through. Like it, it sounds yeah. like it's Jack White doing Jack White the whole time. Well, yeah. And then my music is <laughs> screaming and then super feathery Tillian Pearson vocals. But that actually flows together really well. See, I feel like this flows better. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I here's I think that it's, it's not like, as much contrast. Well here here's here's what the difference is, and I don't want this I don't even think that I'm this is like a drag on it. But for the most part, I'd say ninety percent of this album was written by other people. Yeah. Dance Gavin Dance was written by the band. Will Swan. It, Will Swan, but yeah. like he, the 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 band had influences on it to to create a flow. Now, like the the bands that I typically listen to, you know, Jack White, White Stripes, Black Keys, Arctic Monkeys, you know, way they to sit list down. the same band four times. I know, right? <laughs> One of them's British. Yeah, but they're still just looking at Jack White like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> well, not like him, but the music. <laughs> Why would they do him? Anyway, so uh, but they kind of like they're a band and they they like we're gonna make a song and it's all gonna flow into once and I feel like they're writing for four different people and kind of trying to be like how can we fit each four of these people into this song? I could tell sometimes like they're really struggling to give all four of them like adequate attention mm-hmm. when Lisa is so clearly the front of the band. Yes, because she's the rapper and everyone likes rap. I had to talk about rap at work. One of my young coworkers, <laughs> we're never going to talk about Blackpink. <laughs> um, it came up to me and was like, hey, do you like like rap and like old school rap and stuff like that? And I was like, I, I just started with the polite route. I was like, no, like I listen to like hardcore punk metal and stuff like that. I don't listen to rap. But actually, wait, no, he's the same age as me. He's like, but we're the same age. Like you didn't grow up listening to rap. And I was like, no not really like i listened to like metalcore and stuff back then <laughs> really like you you had to have listened to akon growing up oh god and i was like i can very safely tell you i don't know anything by akon and like they just like were refusing to like back down like no you had to listen to rap you had to have like, i don't understand how you could have gone through and not listened to so many things because I would hear five seconds of it and be like, yeah, I'm not fucking listening to this. <laughs> Your parents let you get away with a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have Burger Till I was 23. But also, my parents didn't listen to rap. My mom listened to, like, the Rolling Stones and uh, Matchbox understand. 20. Then my dad listened to Country. I don't understand how, like, that none of that rubbed off on you. Like, it's... Rebellion. Yeah. The same way punk started. <laughs> Anyway. But, anyway, but anyway, like, I just kept being like, no, I don't listen to that music. No, I don't listen to that music. No, no, I don't listen to rap. No, I don't listen to Snoop Dogg. No, I don't listen. To- Dude, I fucking hate rap. It's all shit. I fucking hate rap, okay? Shut the fuck up. I don't like rap. Jesus. <laughs> like, it just got to the point where it's like, stop listing rappers. <laughs> like. But do you listen to Kendrick Lamar? No. <laughs> Megan the Stallion? I don't even know who that is. I don't fucking know either. It's a name that I've heard recently. Drake? <laughs> Jirake? Aubrey Graham? Yeah, that fucking tool bag. Anyway, so Pretty Savage. 
my favorite song on the album. Uh, Ro- Rose's bridge is fucking amazing. That leads into the, uh, you know, savage. And it's like the like smooth like beat going in the background that has like a lot of like 808 bass on it. <laughs> Sounded fucking dope. <laughs> Uh, All right, kick so, drum. So into <laughs> Bet You Wanna <laughs> featuring a rapist, um, Cardi B. Taryn, what is your, let's say it at the at the same time. On three? One. Or wait, is it on three or is it after three? It's after three. You're going to be too busy saying three. Exactly. I just, I said that because that's that common trope. Yeah. Of like, okay, we're going to do it. I'm going to three. But wait, 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 wait. Is it on three or after three? Oh no, it's too late now, it's too late. Uh, Fuck off. Anyway, after three. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck Fuck Cardi B. B. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck Uh, her. Her her voice annoys the shit out of me. Fuck that rapist. Her voice annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, she is a rapist. Uh, She's a self-admitted rapist. Dude, the part where she's like, I'll still be on fire. (laughs) It's like, shut the fuck up, you cunt. Why does she sound like she's smoked 40 packs a day for fucking 40 years? She probably did. She's got to be, like, 30. Yeah. And, like, people can, you know, like, try and, like, pin this to, like, slut-shaming or whatever. She's just one of the trashiest human beings I've ever seen in my life. Like, she... I think she's trashy because of what she said. And yeah. And that she did. But, like, and also... Obviously, ju- she just said that. Also, just, like, the obsession with that, like, how 18-year-olds think people in their 20s party... And stuff like that, you know, like, she actually, like, kept doing that in the, like, her 30s. You know, because, like, when you're 18, you're, like, oh, man, you know, like, partying hard and stuff is going to be doing, like, tons of ecstasy and drugs and molly and all this stuff and drinking until you, like, you're fucking unconscious, basically. Like, that's life. That's living. And then she fucking did it. And those people are trash, in my opinion. Jesus. What? I have my thoughts and opinions. I'll shame whoever I want. Fuck you. Anyways, back to the progressively woke opinions of Blackpink. Korean pop star Blackpink. Yeah, I I love Blackpink. I got nothing against, like, if someone drinks, but if you blackout drink, that's trashy. (laughs) Blackpink. Blackpink. I thought of a joke, but I don't know if I can say it. Say it. No! Say it. Blackpink? Yeah. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the timestamp? We can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Keep going. All right. Keep Bet going. you wanna featuring Cardi B. Fuck Cardi B. This is poppy. It's kind of a poppy yeah. song. This... And then Cardi B comes in and ruins it with her shit fucking rapping. Yeah. Like uh, it's a good song. Yeah. It's Je- power pop. This is Jenny's performance too. Like she knocked it out of the park on the song. All of her sections were just really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um if this was like the one song I'd heard by Blackpink, I would think Jenny was the main member of the band. Like, so this, this is a good song. It's very power poppy. Yeah. And this is it's very reminiscent of like 2013 radio. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I remember like hearing like as I was graduating high school. Like the, cause, cause those <laughs> did the songs, LMFAO write this song? <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like <clears throat> like early Nicki Minaj. Kind of. Yeah. That super bass. Uh, superb ass. Superb ass. <laughs> Is that what I meant? <laughs> well, that I think that was like the first like, su- like 
uh, bass means ass song. Because yeah. then, you know. I'm a man that bass. Yeah, I'm Megan Trainer had that shit song. Yeah. It's like, you don't have bass. You just. Yeah, you just have donuts. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't. I just want to go on the record that Trevor did not say that. Dude, we're going to shoot that apology video later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to apologize for a bunch of random shit we haven't done yet. Yeah. Or shit that we have done that we need to just knock out of the park. It's <laughs> uh, anyway. like someone comes to us like five years later, like, "Hey, you did this." No, no, no. I apologize already. Yeah. Well, apparently that doesn't work for uh, that one chick, uh, Jenna Marbles. Doesn't it work for Mo Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so it's a good song. I think Cardi yeah. B cl- ruins it. Yeah. Well, but she doesn't, she doesn't ruin it. It's still a great song. It's still a good song. There is thirty seconds of it that's very unenjoyable. She doesn't add anything to it as a feature. Lisa would have done her part better. Yeah, yeah. the words would have been better. The flow would have been better. I'm not a rapper, but I have seen uh, Eight Mile with Eminem in it, so I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh, you okay there? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah. Did you know Anthony Mackie's in that? In 8 Mile? Yeah, he plays like the final, like, uh, the final boss. The final boss. <laughs> he plays the, the, uh, the final, um, rapper that Eminem has to battle oh, in the I rap even, battle. I didn't even notice that. I, I also the, just didn't care about that movie. I've only seen it once, but the clip popped up on, like, a facebook video thing that i was like going yeah. through and i watched it and i was like that's anthony that's that's black falcon <laughs> that's black falcon can we say that um it's a reference to the show so yes okay yeah i was referencing just like how if you're singing that. a song no <laughs> no no i don't listen to that music so it never comes up in my life that's true you only listen to, to people music made by white people that's not true. There's tons and of I black listen. Art. I listen to music appropriated by white people, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy that's what, shit! That's what the Black Keys, Jack White, all that is. It's just dude, blues music one, appropriated. One of my favorite bands I've been listening to a lot of lately is a band called Negro Terror, and they fucking slap. They're a black hardcore band from Memphis, and they go fucking hard. I fucking love that band. What? Dude, Negro they're, Terror? They're called Negro Terror. They're they're not white, right? They're black. Okay, yeah. good. I was just yeah. going to say, like... Yeah. Um, Or, uh... Oh, man. The band, uh... The good-looking one, the bassist from a Fall Out Boy. Pete Wentz. Uh, he was in a band called Race Trader back in the 90s. Fucking... They, they went hard, You man. showed me that one. Yeah. They were hardcore as fuck. Anyways, back to the album. Yeah, back to (laughs) Love Sick Girls. Because we are the Love Sick Girls. We are the Love Sick Girls. Again, sounds like 2013. I I actually did a, a... I spent 45 minutes trying to find what song this sounded like that I remember from 2013. And I just want to point out that I am not the only person. There is hundreds of threads about what song this sounds like. Now, a lot of them think we're thinking that it sounds like other K-pop songs, but there's a certain song 
from when I, when we were in high school that I remember that this song sounds like a very like big pop song, and I could not figure out what it was. Um, but yeah, did you ever figure it out? No, I never. Oh, I thought you were just holding us in suspense. No, I just oh. like holding you. I wish someone would. No one's gonna hold you. Fuck. So, um, I feel like it doesn't. It's not that it sounds like a particular song. It just sounds like a culmination of the nostalgia. Like how it's just like yeah, that's and that's actually that's has, a very good. It way has of all it. the right vibes of the era to where it sounds so familiar to you. And the reason, so <clears throat> the reason that I think that because I I think there's a couple more songs on here that I say that they sound like they're from 2012, 2013, yeah. that era, because. To give more history on Blackpink, I don't know how deep you dove into the history of the formation. It was announced in 2010 that yeah. YG Entertainment was going to be putting together this like this pop super band. group, basically. And they went from seven, they said that they were going to be seven members, to nine members, and then they settled on four yeah. by about 2014, I think it was. Yeah. So these girls, they each won basically American Idol auditions. Yeah. And then they went to like what they have called in in, in interviews pop star academy. Yeah. Like so, b- people like to shit on the K-pop industry for being very like almost like borderline slave labor. Like they are constantly like singing, dancing and like basically like acting classes. Yeah, they're putting shit out. Yeah, to like they're just constantly working to be these like perfect idealistic music performers who do these big dance numbers very choreographed very well performed very well rehearsed they look perfect because they're on very strict diets and workout regimens and everything and they live very hard lives and people are like see the k-pop industry is evil it's forcing these people to do this um have you heard of hollywood (laughs) literally doing the same thing for a century now yeah and but people were like, yeah, but that's different because, like, it's, like, white people. <laughs> Cause I do think that the, the K-pop, I think it's more of a ringer than, yeah. than Hollywood. Because you hear about the Hollywood guys, like, sitting at Starbucks all day writing their 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 uh, their script that they're going to hope gets picked up, you know? Yeah. Um, but then <clears throat> K-pop, I think, is, is more of a pop star academy. Yeah, you know, like it's definitely like a we're putting you through the paces. <clears throat> but it's it's pop star boot camp. Well, yeah, because they pick they pick the most talented twelve year old. And they look at them and they're like, "All right, you're the like most attractive kid in the class. You're like the most talented kid in the class. Do you want to be famous when you're older?" And who the fuck says no to that? You know, um, apparently, uh, Jisoo, I think it was. Uh, like, was, like, a straight A, like, perfect student, but then, like, they, like, discovered her and was, like, hey, we're gonna make you a pop star, so did that instead. But, like, I don't know, I can't blame them. If you came up to 14-year-old me, 12-year-old me, just however, and we're, like, hey, um, do you basically want to not have to worry about school or anything, and by the time you're an adult, you're gonna be famous? And have a shit ton of money. And it's like, oh, I just have to basically start working a job now in a way of, like, you're just constantly training. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a trade. It's like a trade. Yeah. But 
but because they're famous, you can put this on, put them on this like evil pedestal of like, see, this is what the industry does. It's like, yeah, now they're millionaires. Boo hoo. Like they wanted it, they worked hard for it, and they achieved it. They achieved it, but was it the way that they wanted? Yeah, it may not be like the exact way they wanted. I don't know. But like, I think you're victim blaming. I'm just kidding. That's the opposite of victim blaming. I'm just saying like they nailed it. <laughs> no, I just like <clears throat> I I think like um and I don't know her situation. <laughs> old Haley Williams. Yeah. But I feel like she was kind of she like she wanted to do Paramore, but like she got signed to a different label than the band. Yeah. And that just caused this weird like you know, her versus like it just I don't know anything about Paramore. We've only done one episode yeah. on them and I still don't know um, anything about it. I just I don't know. The the two things that really bug me about the Paramore breakup though is <laughs> the sex scandal. <laughs> no. The uh the two brothers that left the band fucking lied out their ass about the situation. Like, that happened with the band. Like, they went so hard on the fucking lies that it's just, like, it's hard to know what to believe. Because they were, like, demonizing Haley. Like, oh, she refused to let us in meetings and stuff like that. And, like, we were just never really a part of the band. And all the meetings they were excluded from were from the Atlantic Records ones. The ones there aren't signed to. Yeah. So, so they, it's like, that'd be like me bringing you to my work to sit on all my conference calls. It's like, he doesn't work for the company. And I'm just like, yeah, but like, he, but I want he's to. with me. So fucking, um, you are and, a superstar. You should, you should get whatever you say. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, uh, you know, like the band just ended up like wanting to do like the radio pop route and everything. And then when the group separated, they went and made Radio Pop. Yeah. They that actually sucked. did really shit. Yeah, and it sucked. So it's like, no, there was no, like, musical integrity that you guys were fighting for or anything. You just were butthurt. You weren't the center of the band. You knew you were never going to be the center of the band for. Yeah. Like, no <laughs> one no one joins the Lakers because they're gonna, they think they're going to show up LeBron. Andre Drummond. Fuck you. You could have gone to a team that actually is a fucking, like, fuck you. You went to your ring-chasing whore. Yeah. Did you hear Verzi hyping up the Blazers on the most recent Anything Better? No. He was like, dude, Damian Lillard's doing this shit right. He found his home in Portland, and he's working hard to make make the team good. He's not just going to chase after the team that's going to give him the ring. He's going to keep working hard with his team that he likes playing with. And I was like... Fuck yeah, Verzi. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's up. Showing us the respect we deserve. Anyway, <laughs> crazy over you. Crazy over you. D- did we even talk about... Uh, Lovesick Girls. Love- so this is the yeah, third... Yeah, we didn't, we didn't talk about Lovesick Girls at all. This is the third <laughs> single off of the album. Yeah. Um, I like the language mixed verses. Yeah. Like, I like the jumping back and forth. It sounds really good. I, I um, like it when uh, Rosé says, bitch. Stop reading my fucking notes. I can't read from this far. I'm just admiring your handwriting. It's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't read it. How do you know if it's awful? <laughs> anyway. It looks like hieroglyphs. So, again, I think that this song has a very 2013 vibe, but but there is, like, the, the bridge, the bridge mm-hmm. of the song. 
I think it's the bridge. I don't know how these songs are structured. Yeah. Because I'm just used to very formulaic blues songs. Well, I mean, it literally just goes verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus, outro. Um, The bridge in this song sounds exactly like a Pitbull song from that same era. Yeah, don't ask me how I know that. I've listened to a Pitbull song before, and I've I have... I've had my sins washed away, so don't right. bring it up. Um, but it's a decent song. It's, yeah. I can see why it's yeah, a no, single. It's it's a pretty run of the mill song. It wasn't my favorite for sure. Um, I like at this point, I'm just kind of like burnt out on the group sung choruses, like all four of them. Mm-hmm. We are the lovesickers. It's like yes, we like heard basically this for the. We get it. You're yeah. a girl group. Um. But the individual performances, Stellar is always fucking amazing. And I really like the message of the song. Like, uh... Yeah, it was very, uh... The, like, we, uh... Like, they're detached from wanting romance because of, like... They're very well aware of, like, the life they have and everything. The, uh... Are they well aware of the... That the record label has sexualized them? Yeah. (laughs) They're, like, in their 20s. Like, they have to know why they're so famous like yeah just because the record label lucked out picked four very talented women yeah who are also incredibly attractive well i mean like they picked attractive people yeah i know that's (laughs) that was their main requirement was attractiveness but they also lucked out by picking talented gals well i'm sure they had like hundreds of options they just picked the four that were attractive and talented yeah because i'm sure 85 of them were super talented and then like you know 70 of them were really attractive and then out of the ones that were in the crossover they just picked the four best <laughs> so it was it wasn't like they didn't luck out <laughs> they just had all the options in the world <laughs> well in my fantasy they lucked out <laughs> all right it's like um, a movie okay they're like we got it here there johnny we found them we found the girls that are gonna take us to the top but no like dating as someone Especially this level of famous has to suck because like, oh yeah, you'll never know if the person you're with loves you or loves who you are. Like, as the famous person too, yeah. yeah. And then as the person you're that they're dating, either like, oh my god, anybody can take this away from me because some fucking little pretty boy in in America and in, in some little shit town in Oregon can can take his Amiri pants and take him off in front of her. They're seeing him run. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> talk about Taryn. Yeah. Talk about Taryn. Um, but Always no. talk about uh, Taryn. Thank you. Um, no, because, like, talk about it, 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 it's just got to be fucking rough because, like. It's rough being a pop star. Like, I mean, like, it's gotta be, you know? It's like, different pressures. You cannot compare being a pop star or a rock star to normal day yeah. life. Yes, you have a bunch of money, but that does not mean all your problems are solved. Mental health problems are still there. You still have to live an everyday life while being yeah. fucking hounded by paparazzi, being hounded by media for all sorts of different shit. What are you doing? What are you wearing? Who are yeah. you seeing? What are you and, eating? Who gives a shit? Yeah, and then, like, it, it, it's just like, especially with the dating, like, how do you know the anyone loves you? Like, you know. Trust. How do you know if anyone loves you normally? Well, like, if they hold me and kiss me every night and they spend all their time with me and, like, 
I don't have to have a bunch of money. Like, so they're not clearly there for, like, a kind of, like, merit. You know, they're not there because of something to gain other than my love. Like, so it's like, when I was with Emily, I knew that they loved me. Because it's like, if I had, if I won the lottery tonight, you know, I win $200 million. How would I know that the next person who suddenly just comes into my life actually loves me? Or are they just pretty fucking stoked that, oh man, I get to live in a mansion now and drive whatever car I fucking want? Like. (laughs) Except for a steam-powered car. (laughs) Do you think I would date a girl that wants a steam-powered car? No, but I, I would. No, dude. I, I would date a girl who wants a steam-powered car. Oh, I thought you meant you wanted the steam-powered car. Well, yeah, I want a steam-powered car. We want the same thing, Taryn. Mm-hmm. We're dating. Ter- I don't understand Ter- why Ter- you need Ter- to barge your fucking Ter- way Ter- into Ter- my love life. What is the merit <laughs> of driving a steam-powered car? Well, it's because I have every other combustion engine. This is just the the predecessor. Oh, do you have an electric? Ah, you got to get a Tesla, too. Well, you, if I can afford a steam-powered car, I can afford a fucking Tesla. Dude, you were talking about steam-powered cars like they're buttermilk chicken tenders. <laughs> I don't understand why you always have to insist on saying the buttermilk. <laughs> because I feel like it... Adds, this is a okay, separate issue. First of all, they've taken away the buttermilk chicken tenders. Oh. And they've added a shit spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, that sucks. We're talking about McDonald's. Yeah, we're talking about Fuck McDonald's. You. I'm hating it. (laughs) So anyway, they added a spicy chicken sandwich (laughs) to try and get into the chicken wars. Oh, yeah, the uh, chicken sandwich war. And they fucking failed because it's too spicy and it's just a sauce. That's all it is. Hey, uh, K-pop fans in America, we're having a chicken sandwich war at the moment in case you're wondering how fucking fat we are. So accurate. I gotta try Wendy's next. I, I'm not gonna lie though, like a lot of the unhealthy food in Asian countries, like Korea and uh, Japan stuff, like karage and like their like fried food selection, is so much better than most American fried food. Remember well, those just most American food? Remember those fucking uh, pork fried pork sandwiches I made for you and your brother? Oh my god, dude! Yes, I do, dude. I need to do that again with Macklemore. Yeah. Dude, he's more of a snack or more. <laughs> what? That's I so don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's petite. Snacks are small. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Oh, that's funny. That uh, was funny. Okay, anyway. Uh, Love Sick Girls. Have we talked about that song yet? <laughs> um, It's a great song. All right, moving on. It's all right. Um, Crazy over you. Crazy over you. Crazy over you. Finally, a stringed instrument, a sitar, yeah, an Indian instrument, which I love, and I love it because of George Harrison of the Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Um, he used it on uh, the Rubber Soul album and the uh, Revolver album, and it was very good. We're never going to listen to a Beatles song, so let me make my goddamn Beatles references. <laughs> anyway, so I loved it because it reminded me of that. And it also it's also very eccentric uh, yeah, sound of like a guitar, even though it's not a guitar, it's a sitar. Um, 
but it's it gives us the, it gives this song this exotic sound. Yeah, and I don't know if they're called. I don't know what exactly they're called because every fucking culture has their own. But the bongos is what I'm gonna call them, even though they're not bongos. Yeah, they're hand played drums. Yes, fucking awesome. Yeah, with the sitar, dude. And like the way their vocals like sat on top of them, it sounded yes. like so fucking cool. Creamy. I just want to say creamy, but yeah. Um, <laughs> the yeah, just like the pairing was so good. Whoever like mixed and produced the song fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah, you're a good producer, the- even though I hate producers. That's a joke. <laughs> you have to listen to the rest of our podcasts. Yeah, to um, understand that um, joke. I think it was the Jack White album where, uh, yeah, it was because it was produced by Jack White, and you could tell he didn't hire a real producer. No, 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 it was the Black Keys album because they did it in their basement where we talked yeah, about no, a producer. No, 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 it was the uh, Jack White album because I made the joke right at the beginning because I was like, uh, "Who the hell produced this album?" Then I looked it up and it was Jack White, and I was like, "Of fucking course it was." Yeah, but you looked it up yeah. because of the Black Keys album. Yeah, where they self-produced it. Yeah, so. One of my favorite parts of this is, and I don't know what to describe it as, because I had already used wah as one of them. Yeah. Uh, but the yoga ball bass in it. It sounds like a yoga ball bouncing. Like, that's what I would... Yeah, like, they're like... They're like, like yeah, yeah, I fucking loved it. Um, But there were a lot of aspects of this song that I liked, but for some reason I just could not get invested in it. I definitely see where you're coming from, where it's like, it had a lot of good pieces, but it was just like, it was just overall kind of like something that was pretty skippable. Um, I still liked it. I definitely listened to it each time the album played. Um, I could just listen to Rosé doing the, like, the ah vocal, like, background thing that she was doing over the choruses. Oh, the, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... like, I, I could just listen to that all day. Yeah. I wish she had more vocal parts. <laughs> yeah. She she's like she's always like doing like uh just like these tiny little snippets and I'm like, give me more. But then they put out solo stuff, so now I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was just an okay song. It was pleasant to listen to, but it wasn't like Exactly. Like lose my mind over there, it. I just wanna spoiler it. There were no skippable songs on this album. Yeah. Like, I can li- I listen to it. It's fucking 25 minutes long. Yeah, it's like, like I, it's shorter I, than my drive to work, so. Yeah, it's exactly the length of my drive to work, and I found that out today. Well, I was also doing 90 on the way home, so. Yeah. I can't get a ticket now, so I don't give a shit. What? I just said that I did 90. There's oh. nowhere in Oregon where the speed limit's 90. Oh, okay. I can't get a speeding ticket. Fuck the police. Yeah. I thought you meant, like... You can't get a speeding ticket, like... No, I'm, I'm diplomatic immunity. You didn't know this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm from... You, you have those plates that are like, this isn't a vehicle, this is a... <laughs> that's, no, that's sovereign citizen. Yeah, those fucking No, tons. I'm from the country of Genova. Yes. That is what you're thinking that it is. Either Taryn does not get that joke or he gets it's it and is really disappointed in me. So fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> Princess uh, Diaries. <laughs> I love Anne Hathaway. Love to hate me. <laughs> is it because she looked like your ex? Is that why you love her? 
Oh, All right, sorry. so we got love to hate me. Um, <laughs> I love to hate Valerie too. Yeah, um, Jisu and Lisa both had such amazing parts in the song. They just like fucking knocked it out of the park. Obviously, Lisa did. We that's just like expected at this point in the album. <laughs> like, Lisa is the best. Like whenever I'm looking at the, because I would just like read the lyrics, uh, like the English translation while listening to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, every time I would just see, like, Lisa, like, verse two, Lisa, I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna hit hard, and I fucking know it. Um, overall, pretty chill song. Doesn't get me hyped, but it was still, like, just super nice to listen to. Yeah, it was nice. So, like, I don't like when people call things vanilla. Yeah. Because that re- implies boring. Vanilla but guess what? delicious. I like vanilla. Yeah. You know? But... I liked this song. There was like a build up, but then it wouldn't like go anywhere. You yeah. know, it would come back down and get broody, which I did like that. That was super awesome, super yeah. sexy. <laughs> um, um, but the only way I can describe this song is it was honestly a vanilla song compared to the rest of the album. But I don't want to say I don't want to say that it had it was vanilla with sprinkles. You know, because that that like like oh multicolored sprinkles. It was single color sprinkles, like they're just blue. Like it was, it was slightly, it was slight. It wasn't quite vanilla, so it was good, but it was just a little bit above that. So that's it, the way it's I vanilla with it. some caramel swirl in it. I didn't want to go as far as caramel. I thought about that. I thought about caramel. And I did. I just said sprinkles. It doesn't add anything to the flavor, but it makes the eye catch. I hate myself too for saying that. So don't worry. That was, <laughs> that, that was Love to Hate Me by Blackpink. You know what? I uh, love to hate myself as well. So. Yeah, me too. I relate to this song. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't love it. I just do it. <laughs> I just hate me. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> what kind of sadomasochism shit are you into over there? You. <laughs> I'm so depressed and I deserve it. Why do I have a boner now? <laughs> Is that what you think love is? Yeah, love is boners. Actually, wait, love's whistles. Yeah. But we're in a reference for the day. All right, so last but not least, we have You Never Know. I just have one question real quick. Okay. How long do you think we can make a Bo Burnham reference in every podcast? I know we've skipped a few. Yeah, I think But we we've can, made them in like 90% we, of the podcast. We can do it till we fucking die. Also, we've done over 50 podcasts. Oh, we broke 50? Because well, we've done 25 uh, surprisingly nice. sober podcasts. Nice. And obviously, that means we've done 25 music music podcasts. Nice. Cool. Congratulations. We did it. It means nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, last but not least, we have You Never Know. Very um, slow pop song. Yeah. Uh, this is This is the one that Lisa sings on. And her voice. She does vo- fucking good. Her voice is fucking great. She's got some pipes. Uh, Rosé handling the pre-chorus, knocking it out of the park with them feathery, beautiful vocals. This was a very emotional power pop song. It was like very soft and bright. And it was a very good way to end the album. Yeah. Which, honestly, the way that this album, this is one of the better albums, the way that it's flows, flows, because you have that like walk-in type music you know like and then it's like pretty hype 
pretty and then hype. It's got a nice come down. Yeah, it's got a nice come down. Yeah, it's got a really big hype and then nice yeah. come down. Yeah. Because especially after that ice cream song, you got to come down. <laughs> Dude, you don't come down, you just come in your pants, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see the music video? <laughs> yes. <laughs> see any of their music videos? What the fuck are you talking? You see the Jimmy Kimmel performance? I didn't do that. I, um, think... I think it was Love Sick Girls was the Kimmel one. Whatever. Jimmy Kimmel's a fucking joke. Well, yeah, but you just watch it for the musical performance. Whatever. Um, but in the back of my head, Jimmy Kimmel's there. He's just yeah. always in the back of my He's head. He's just over there just like, man, I love these young these young Asian girls, man. <laughs> and then you're just like, what? Anyway, so I think this is a great song. It mixes the languages again, which I yeah. fucking love. Violin, giving it some yeah. emotion. Yeah, the violins like gave it this like kind of like uplifting feeling. Yeah, so it, you weren't like any, you wasn't like coming down. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do now with my life. It's like a very like, I feel good. Yeah, I'm gonna like, go like I'm gonna go Tobey Maguire Spider Man Three walk through the city. Kind of good. I, it felt like I was laying on a cloud. You know, got the sun shining down on me, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is nice. And you drop to hell and dance on his lap? Yeah. Satan's lap? Yeah. With my bloody sneakers. <laughs> I thought Nike sneakers already came with the blood in them, but, you know, I guess these are exclusive blood. Exclusive, yeah. I wonder whose blood. That's what the... I, I just assumed it was Lil Nas Yeah, I assume it's Lil Nas's. I don't say the X, like, Lil Nas. Well, like, you know know who I'm talking about. I don't (laughs) know if you've ever journeyed down Old Town Road, but Um, I have. (laughs) It's a good song. Yeah, you're going to take your horse to the Old Town Road, going to ride. Till I can't no more. Till I can't no more. (laughs) It's about riding dick. Yeah, he he confirmed the song's about adultery and drinking lean. Drinking lean? Yeah. What is drinking lean? I don't know. What is drinking lean? Look at that up, Define please. Define drinking lean. Drinking the Kool-Aid came up. Um, known as purple drink is a recreational drug beverage by combining prescription-grade cough syrup with a soft drink and hard candy. And you drink it until you start to get lightheaded and hallucinate. Oh, shit. Hallucinogenics. Don't do those, kids. Yeah. So, do yeah. alcohol because what... it's legal. <laughs> gonna ride till I can't well I mean like you just have to buy like <laughs> cough syrup that's legal my little brother did that Macklemore <laughs> well he did that and he would make pills mm, cool yeah yeah and so he went back to uh like jail <laughs> I'm not even joking yeah we should no, have him I, on the podcast you should tell this story <laughs> I don't want him on the podcast why not I'd have to sit next to him for an extended period of time <laughs> Anyways, um, so great song, great way to end the album. Great way, yeah. No, it was just like so many albums feel the need to like end on a slow song or like some sort of explosive finale. This was just like it wasn't slow, like, like it, it was just like smooth. Like the only thing that I can compare it to is Panic of the Disco's Death of a Bachelor. I think because because that was our first one and we did an hour and a half on that one. Yeah. It was, like, Impossible Year was not the song to end that on. Yeah. Like, that was such a fun album. Impossible Year, I still think, is a good song. Yeah, this is, this is definitely up there with one of the best closing songs we've done so far, next, mm-hmm. next to Death Sex. Uh, 
Um, I would argue, uh, "Happy Days" was the actual ending song of. Yes. Like that one is probably the best we've done, but Happy this one's Days second. Of, yeah, "Happy Days of Closure in Moscow" was a very good one, and that is on the surprisingly techni- music playlist. If you go check it out on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, thank. Technically, "Penku Remenade." is the last song on the album but that's more of just like an epilogue like there's no music mm-hmm. um, so so i do have a lot of thoughts that i do want to talk about with you on this so i liked the music you know yeah. i do think that the music is catchy i do think that that yeah. that like backstreet boys and nsync did add to music but not in like the puritan way that musicians like yeah. So, See, like, you know, like, Bye 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 is a catchy fucking song, you know? Yeah. And it's and it's it's eye-catching because they're dancing and they got crazy music videos and you got NSYNC with... I think NSYNC did Bye Bye Bye. I don't know the difference between NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I'm fairly certain Justin Timberlake was part of NSYNC. Yes. So, um, but... So, I, because I can completely sympathize with this feeling, I can easily answer why... A lot of musicians and stuff don't like these groups that uh, come together. Uh, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, uh, BST, Blackpink, uh, One Direction. Um, it, it's jealousy because their music is so perfect. Like it's almost annoying in a way because their music is made to have no flaw. Like, it's just so well done. I, I think jealousy is the wrong term. It, it's jealousy. It, it is, it's in just, its base definition, jealousy. Yes, because you wish that you were that successful. You wish that you yeah. could do that. It, it's like driving but, down the road and seeing a chick in her 20s driving a brand new fucking Corvette. No, okay, <laughs> no, no. That's like the exact way that I was going with it. You're in a shitty old Honda Prelude. And you see that a, you worked really fucking hard on, or that hard to get, and that you, yeah, you, you worked all, you worked a bunch of nights bar backing, and fucking saving up money to buy that, so then you could get it to a real job, and then now you're spending all your money just trying to keep it going. Yeah, but then you go see that twenty-two year old in a brand new Corvette, like you were saying, and I don't want to say that that person was just handed it. That Corvette, because but they got they got there a lot easier than you did, working your ass off. Yes, and you're continuing to work your ass off. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that is a little unfair. So, in its base form, in its base Pokemon, it is jealousy. Yeah. Um. So I I do understand that, but I don't think that we should just be okay with it. So, one reason I'm okay with it, and I've become more okay with it over the years... And so have I. I just want to point that out, that I have become um, more okay with it as well. Is because, like, people always talk about, you know, like, oh, they sold out. Those four girls in Blackpink, they could have done their own thing. They could have, you know, worked from the ground up, but no, they sold out. Nope. Uh, Okay. Uh, Hey, Trevor, are are you ready to sell out? Do, do, do you want to sell out for this podcast so that we can just have a million viewers and 500,000 subscribers? Are, are you ready to sell out? I, yes. Actually. Yeah, I'm ready to sell out. Let, let's sell out. Cool. Now we have 500,000 viewers, right? 
No. You don't just get to sell out and now suddenly you're famous. Like, I don't understand why people think like, oh, they sold out, therefore bad. It's like, no, they no, no, just no, no. they just got more successful and you're Sellouts upset. aren't bad. Yeah. I, I don't think sellouts are bad. Like, sometimes that music is fucking good. And yes, that's because you have a team of people working yeah. to make that good. Working to to massage out every single flaw out of the music. Yeah. And isn't that what what we've we've gone we what we've tried to do going from 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 a a man sitting in a recording studio in Mississippi playing the blues in a to a fucking tin can, and now we have fucking multi million dollar studios who are putting out what is what is Pristine. musically perfect. Yeah. Every note, every sound is perfect. Dude, when I found out, uh, like, one of my favorite producers, uh, Joey Sturgis, like, back before he started doing, uh, like, samples and stuff like that for drums and, like, doing, like, layered drum work and stuff, he would edit literally every hit of the drum. He would edit each hit. Jesus so, Christ. So, that's, yeah, like, multiple like, hits a second. Yeah, and it's just, like... That's the level of, like, perfection producers, like, drive for. And it's so annoying that people are, like, upset at the, like, attempt for perfection. So, here's the thing. Here, like, if you and I were to, were to go and make music, we would obviously try to attempt perfection. Yeah. Our version. Yeah. It's like a utopia. Yeah. Everyone's version of a utopia is different. Yeah. Sometimes that utopia is not what you want, but it's what mm-hmm. that person wanted. So our version of perfection is what we can do with the tools and the resources that we have. These people are obvious. Black. Let's let's be honest. Blackpink is obviously, at least now, at at the writing of the album, was given carte blanche. They can yeah. do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, they have all the resources they need. They like. Yeah. But like. That band in Columbus, Ohio, is literally the doing it on a Prada. I was thinking the... of the Black Keys. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, given no, an eight-track I... recorder. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. all they have. Yeah, you know, so they can only do so much. Um, but but nowadays, honestly, with a computer, you can do anything you fucking want. Yeah, so like so, there's literally thousands of YouTube videos out there that that's the teach, other thing too that will the... teach you anything you need. Well, and there's thousands of programs out there that will get you what you want. Yeah, there's free ones. There's ones that cost money that are a little bit more efficient. But, like, you can literally use nothing but freebie shit. And if you just have the talent and the ear, you can make something that sounds amazing. I I just uh, got Adobe Lightroom. Mm-hmm. And I watched some videos on how to use it properly. And I've gone through and re-edited some of the photos that I've taken over the years. And... The difference is astounding. Yeah, between them, just because mm-hmm. I not only learned how to do it, got the right software, yeah, you know, the right program to do it, and it's just in- incredible. So, but like, so nowadays there really is no excuse other than the creativity side of it. Yeah, because when you have a team of people, yeah, who are trying to be creative, working out everything. Hey, you know, I I like where you're going with that, but here's actually my idea on that. Yeah, you know, you get you get this. You can you can put out a great product, but yeah. that's the thing though. It also has its downsides. You can also put out a shit product. Yeah. 
Um, but, but my my main concern with it is that I just I don't I like that homegrown feeling, you know, like our politicians. We like our politicians homegrown. Yeah. Not 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 the corporate. company man. Yeah, not the company man who's yeah. like Joe. Joe Biden's a company man. Like oh yeah, no, he's been a senator El- for forty years. Elizabeth and- Warren's a company man. Woman. It, it it's just man as in human. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I was Ka- Kamala Harris, company man. Like, the only ones who aren't right now, even though Bernie's been in the game for so long, he's definitely been an outlier for, like, his whole time. He's a once in a generation. Yeah. And uh, then, and, like, and we, then I the think... gang, the squad. Yang gang? Yeah. Well, the squad. The squad. AOC and Ilhan. AOC is, is the next generation's Bernie. Yeah. She'll make some waves. She'll always continuously make some waves. Um, I think she's going to be a little more sharp than Bernie. Yeah. Like Bernie, I, I don't mean like um, like 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 smarter, mentally but sharp. like I mean in like your face. like aggressive sharp. So yeah, uh, but Dude, yeah, she lights people up on social media. <laughs> I fucking love yeah. it. She's like one of the only few people I follow on Twitter. But no, like I see where you're coming from. But um, to bring it to the people who get upset with these groups black black pink backstreet boys and all them oh fuck them it's this it's that like just don't listen to it like do you know how many how much time i spent in my youth oh fuck justin bieber fuck one direction now do you know what i do i just don't fucking listen to it so that's the thing though is like <laughs> I, I like i've over the last once i turned once i turned like 18 19 and i started to like you know what? I care more about me as a person um, and what I like. I don't care what you think that I like. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I we, we all no, used to... No, I'm confused to, right now. We all used to um, form our personalities without what we think other people like. Maybe not so much you because you're an asshole. <laughs> Dude, people give me the weirdest fucking looks no matter where I go. Well, yeah, that's because you listen to music without headphones. That's just me. Only when I'm at work and it's overnight. I know. I don't just like walk around the grocery store like, hey, you guys should really hear what I think you should hear. Those people are cunts. People who play like music out loud on a fucking uh, like bus or something. Oh, yeah, those are assholes. Yeah. They but, deserve to have their kneecaps smashed in. Yeah, they do. I, I I agree with that. I am yeah. on board with that. I'll go buy a baseball bat right now. All right, cool. Which I actually do need to go buy a baseball bat because I don't have one, and I want to go over to the batting cages. I want a baseball bat too, but like for harming myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good for you. Like that's impressive. Yeah. If if you can get a good hit on yourself with a baseball bat, you deserve it. Oh, and continue to hit yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Um, how you stopped worrying about what other people thought you should like. So, yeah, I don't know if it was about you or like if you thought this way, but I know I do. And I'm from what I've seen of memes, this is how a lot of people have thought like they've kind of formed their personalities when they were a teenager around what other people like so they can be included in their groups. Once I started like listening to like, you know, I like Taylor Swift. That was Taylor Swift was my breakthrough moment. Like that was like I like Taylor Swift. I have a fucking beard. I okay. I'm a manly okay. man. I, I I was so confused what you meant by like your breakthrough moment. I was just like I don't I I have no idea what the fuck you're talking. No, it was about. like that kind of like where I was like, 
you aren't you aren't the target audience you aren't the expected audience yes and i can like whatever i want i can listen yeah. to i can listen to bruno mars i can listen to Katy perry i mean that's me listening to blackpink exactly no that's yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. this is one of those bands where it's got their target audience but it also can hook in other people just and just the songs are there like it's one of your guilty pleasures yeah. is what a lot of people will call it when it's not even that it's just you like that yeah. You like that. It's not a guilty pleasure. Like, I like a lot of Selena Gomez songs. I keep bringing her yeah. up because she's fucking hot. We all have our opinions. Uh, <laughs> and some of them are wrong. Yeah, her face is fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> it's so adorable. But no, so um, one band that I fucking adore in this regard is uh, Baby Metal. Because yes. their shows are fucking insane. You'll have, you know, like, 14-year-old girls who look at them like how inspirational they are. Mm -hmm. They started a metal band at, like, the age of, like, 12 and 13, and they're now these huge stars. Rob Zombie loves yeah, them. Yeah, Rob, that always gets resurfaced every time uh, Baby Mel does anything. Mm -hmm. Um and, like, so they're at the shows because they're like, oh, my God, that's so inspirational. I love everything they do. Then you have, like, 30-year-old metalheads who are like, this shit hits hard. You have, like, the more target audience of, like, young dudes, like, you know, like, 16 to 22 or so that are just listening to, like, metalcore and stuff like that. And thinks it's good metalcore music. Yeah. And it's like you just have this huge range of people that love them. And that's the other thing, too, is I think that we put too much gravitas too much emphasis. <laughs> How long were you waiting to use that word? Oh, I said it over in my head multiple times while <laughs> you were talking. <laughs> Actually, no, the word, I said the sentence, but then I changed the gravitas as I said it. But I think we give too much meaning to each individual thing. Think about everything that has formed you as a person as you've grown up. See, look, if you take away one little thing, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, like, let's bring it back to the Lil Nas thing. So, everyone's freaking out about Lil Nas. Yeah. I saw a tweet where a guy went, if you think that the Lil Nas thing is, like, bad, I watched Saddam Hussein and Satan have a <laughs> a sexual relationship when in I the was South 12. When I was 12. And I'm fine. Yeah. Like, that's, He's like... He's 100% right. Like, like you know... The Backstreet Boys didn't fuck anyone up, you know. Yeah. Like it didn't. It didn't make anyone. Yeah. Weird. I do think that Marilyn Manson didn't make kids want to shoot up schools. Like you know, like people always. Tr he didn't. He didn't. Like, but I don't think we can talk about him right now. <laughs> okay, for his entire career, who didn't think he was a creep? Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was. <laughs> Definitely, like, yeah, no, like, he was not in the, shocking. He was in the top 10 list of like, you're just sitting there waiting for something to come out about him. Like, no, nothing's, like nothing's come, out. come out about him yet. Not yet. Okay, cool. I guess we'll wait another day. But then, what was crazy, it wasn't like a little thing, it was a huge fucking thing. Yeah, he just hit the woman a bit. Several. I know. <laughs> Several. No, like, fuck Marilyn Manson as an individual, but like, people, like, Back when uh, Sandy Hook, which school shooting was it? Sandy Hook. Um, or wait, 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 are you talking about when they blame 
Marilyn they blame Marilyn Manson. I'm fairly sure that was Columbine. Yeah, it was Columbine because they were Marilyn Manson fans. And they're like, see, Marilyn Manson, that kind of music causes school shootings. No, like, I've never listened to a song and... Okay, this isn't true. Uh, what? <laughs> listening to Knock Loose makes me want to kick someone's fucking teeth out of their skull. As long um, as it doesn't make you want to shoot up a school. Yeah, but, like, no, like, you know, like... Maybe it makes you, like, angrier while you listen to it, but there's a lot of other reasons of why you would want to do something so, like, extreme. You know, like, you could put it in the list, maybe, but how they are treated at school, how they're treated at home, other anger issues, mental illness. Like, there's just such a long list of reasons of why someone would want to shoot other people. Like, soldiers going to other countries and shooting other people. You guys have mental illness. Uh, <laughs> fuck the troops. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I thought you meant PTSD for a second, but then no. you just talked about... Then you were just you just meant them as people. No, I, I worked with someone who his sole reason for wanting to be in the army was to shoot Muslims. And they let him in. Where they're like, God damn it, that's exactly what we need. Like, Check that box that, off. That is mental illness. <laughs> yeah, that is a mental illness. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, no, like what you're saying, like, it's just like, it's not one thing that defines you. Like, yeah, no, like it's, because uh, I've heard before, you know, like, oh, the boy band thing and the, the pop band put together by the record label is the devil. One Direction. Yeah. That, I feel like because it's so good at times, like with the One Direction thing, where people were so obsessed with One Direction. Yeah. But then but then you have to see, we have to go back to the beginning of the boy band. It's the Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles were the boy band, but they formed themselves. Yeah. And just were just, it, everything clicked. All everything just clicked into place. Yeah. And they were what everyone was trying to recreate. And record labels got good at it. Yeah. And created pop bands. Yeah. They you know, through the seventies and the eighties they kind of tweaked it and then by the late nineties they had it. So in they had the formula down. So in other words, it's all the Beatles' fault. And yeah. music would be better without the Beatles. Got no. it. <laughs> no, because then you lose every other band. I don't know. I feel like rock would have like rock would have still happened like hard rock and all it would have been very different i think i actually think if without the beatles the rock would have been more bluesy probably because the rolling stones were the other band and they are so fucking bluesy which is they, weird because you do not like the rolling stones i do i swear you rag on them so, all no, no, the, every that, time i they make come up. i the the 60s and 70s Rolling Stones are fucking awesome. And then... The 80s and 90s. Yeah, that's are, fair. The 80s, like, there's one song that Mick Jagger did with David Bowie, and I'm just like, what is this fucking song? Dude, um... It's fun, but it's a shit song. Someone pointed out in a comment section recently, I, I forget on what, but they're like, uh, some 41 uh, has been putting out better metal music than Metallica has in the past three albums. That's fair. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's fucking harsh. That's fucking funny. <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah, it's it funny. Is. It is. So. Yeah, some bands just need to learn when to quit. <laughs> I can't get into Metallica. 
Um, their first like album is really good in my opinion. Enter Sandman's a classic. That's all I can get into. I don't like slow Metallica. Dude. Like Enter Sandman for whom the bell tolls. Um, but anyway, um, Blackpink. There, there was something I wanted to. Oh yeah. So what you're saying about like how like your early persona before you like became yourself before in I... a way. Got um, into Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> wow, he... We have pre and post Taylor Swift, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, even now, like, I definitely try not to be in a lot of ways, but I'm such a fucking contrarian. You like, are. Like, the reason I've never listened to rap or pop was because everyone was listening to rap and pop. So I didn't. <laughs> Which is funny because... I, act, you're, you... I actively avoided it. So... So, actually, one thing I do want to talk about before we get into the rating of the album. Yes. Because we haven't gotten into that yet. Yes. So, I so I dove deep into a couple of these songs to figure out what songs they sound like, and I couldn't figure it out. But mm-hmm. there was another thing, and I don't think that you heard it because I double-checked. Last night, when I, when I was making my notes and listening to it, I listened to the album two or three times through last okay. night. It's only 25 fucking minutes. Yeah. So there is a noise on the Spotify recording when you play it through your PlayStation on PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 4. No, 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 no. So I, I found – I died deep into a conspiracy. So there's a noise that plays throughout it, and I'll show it to you if you don't fucking believe me. It plays – it's like this digital beeping. It's rhythmic. It sounds – like music yeah. like it's rhythmic and but it's this digital beeping that plays continuously and it's the same thing throughout the entire album and i did so much research trying to figure out what it is it probably spent two of the album listen throughs trying to figure out what it fucking was because other people hear it too and they say that it's only when you play it through a like a playstation or the computer app and one of the reasons that I was, I found on several different places was that the beeping was actually supposedly supposed to be set at a certain frequency that these light sticks that the record label sold with the album were supposed to light up when they would like sense it or something. Hmm. So that's another thing too, where it's obviously just like the record label because that's the record label form of the band to make money. Yeah. You know? The same way people form their bands to same make money. Same way people make podcasts. Yeah. The same reason you, people do anything. No, I know. I know. So, like, but the... the life, I is, just, life is just a cash grab, man. Yeah. So, um, I kind of discovered that. So, if anyone goes and listens to it, let me know if you hear it. I found multiple forums and Reddit posts and all sorts of shit where people saying they hear the same thing. They're trying to figure out what it is. Uh, and there was, all of them said that it was only black pink. They're like, I go and listen to other like K-pop stuff, other artists, anything. It's probably and just it's, one of those frequencies that like most people can't hear. Like in school, like yeah. everyone to get their little app that like 17,000 Hertz. Only the kids can hear it. And the, the teacher's and like, every- what the fuck? <laughs> And it's just like, I just wanted to kick those fucking kids in the teeth. I literally did that at work the other day. Because <laughs> I work with a bunch of old people. Yeah. There's one kid who's like a couple years younger than me. No, I mean kids who snicker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, what are you, a fucking 
bully from a a, a movie. Yeah. Like who Snickers? So, um, I hate record labels. That's my main thing. Yeah, I understand what they do, why they do it. Uh, for for this instance, in the K-pop yeah. industry in America, they're shit. Yeah, they don't do anything good. They don't yeah. form boy Dude, bands anymore. The f- like Bill Murray is the prime example of the evil of record labels. He, like he, in their heyday, Attack Attack would have easily been an over a million monthly listener Spotify band. Mm-hmm. They just they probably would have been sitting like around like one to one point five. And he was like, I made significantly less money in that band than I do with my 200,000 monthly listener band, Bill Murray. Yeah. And it's just like, because I own everything. I produce my own music. I put out my own music. I make my music videos. There's no record label. There's no one else. It's just me. And so I'm making way more money than I ever could have. Yeah. Because record labels are just like, all right, here's your $100,000. Now go make us four albums. And when you're 17, $100,000? Yeah, split between a band. Yeah. Well, I think it was like 100000 a piece for the members. But then it's like, oh, wow, putting out an album a year, that's like $25,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's literally poverty wages. Well, but you'll be selling t-shirts on the road and getting like, I think like 4% of each ticket sale. Oh, that's like nothing. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the record industry is a fucking joke. Uh, Brendan uh, Yuri talked about how he's just a glorified t-shirt salesman. Like the majority of his personal income comes from t-shirts. Yep. And Go he, buy some t-shirts. Yeah, he's like literally like in terms of my income, my job is making music to advertise my merch. Could you imagine being a fucking millionaire off of t-shirts? Saint can Laurent. You imagine, uh, <laughs> can you imagine being a millionaire off of actually, pillows? Actually, the the correct one is Supreme. Being Fuck mil- Supreme. Being a millionaire. They're off a of t-shirts. label making company. Yeah, they just put their fucking label on shit. Anyway, let's get into the rating the of rating. the album. The album by Blackpink. What do you give it? I give it a seven. You give it a seven. Um, I am not super into pop, but this definitely <laughs> did fill a lot of gaps in my musical taste that I really enjoyed. Uh, it's got a lot of like upbeat hype, where like a lot of my music is definitely uh, more heavy, grueling, dark kind of music. So this was super enjoyable for me and also filled a void that my music is missing. So mm-hmm. it definitely tickled a fancy for me. So for me, I'm hovering around a six. Okay. I think it's above average Yeah, because we do a bell curve. Yep. We got to mention Normal that. distribution. Yeah, normal distribution bell curve. Yep. That's how everything is distributed. Yeah. Um, and there were some points of the album that i just i because i liked when i listen to pop i like that that high tempo upbeat like the hype shit hype shit let's go hyper hyper eskimo callboy on this shit (laughs) um you know i those points were really high yeah and then it came really down with with some of the pop shit i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest cardi b lost them a point Fuck you, Cardi B. I you hate cunt. her. She ruined that song, and I thought that it was a good song. Like, yeah, yeah she didn't ruin it, but yeah. like, 
when I listen to the song, worse. <laughs> she made it worse. Like, yeah. like it's just Cardi B is a piece of shit. Yeah. Um. So I give it a I give it a, a, a soft six. Soft six. So yeah, I give it a hard seven. Well, that's the difference. Cream. That, don't you, you do that. Five of my points were off of ice cream alone. Dude, you could double dip because you know I like you like. I know you like me is still one of my favorite fucking lines in any song. Dude, Selena Gomez sip it, said sip it like a Slurpee. Yeah. What is with this wet ass pussy craze? You, you know, you know, there there's a certain Slurpee story that I'm sure we could tell here on the podcast, but we're not going to today because this has been running for a while. Yeah. So if you want to hear our Slurpee story and sipping it like a Slurpee. <laughs> so what is next week's band so next week's band i wanted to go with something a little heavier and i have never listened to this band other than three songs off of their 12 song album so it is a british band i think call it in dude album- i i would never be able to guess this <laughs> You have lost me. With British? No, like trying to guess who the artist is. Oh, yeah. Like you, no. you lost me. I'm you... gone. What? Okay. Like everything you've said, there's no band that I can think of that fits all these criteria. They only have 24,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. All right. <laughs> so the name of the album is called The Devil's Child. And the name of the band, and I need you all to listen carefully when I say the name of the band, it's Moriarty, not Moriarty. There's no second R. It's Moriarty. M O R I A T Y. Moriarty. Moriarty. I think that's how you pronounce it. I will double Moriarty, check. Moriarty, maybe. I'm just gonna say it's like Moriarty without the extra R. Yeah. So Moriarty. So it looks like this is uh, their most popular album. It's yes. Uh, S- Esperanza has 1.8 million listens. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it. They're a fucking two-piece. Fuck. Welcome to the surprisingly two-piece podcast. Trevor wears a bikini. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so next was... week we'll be reviewing a two-piece, I'm going to assume, heavy garage rock band from the UK. I don't know, but it's what I'm anticipating. <laughs> that was an accident. I did not know that they were two-piece. I li- literally found a couple of their songs. I was like, I like this. I'm going to pick them. And both of those songs happen to be off the album. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's just go for it. And I was like, I was like, God damn it. They have fucking two-piece. I did not know that. I'm so upset with myself. Dude, I am. I'm My g- other choice was I don't know how, but they found me. So that's another two-piece. <laughs> At least it's a two-piece I would have wanted to take part in. I think you like this one. Yeah, I probably will. Um, I no, like... <laughs> Dude, next next week I'm picking a super group. Fuck you. <laughs> then I'll pick a super group. Yeah, no, my super group's just gonna be a swan core band because every swan core band is a super group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is Surprisingly Music. Check us out on Surprisingly Sober where all we ever do is just try Rant. and fix things. We yeah. Talk about Taryn not wanting to shit at home. Oh, uh, this uh, next week we can talk about my demisexuality. 
because I'm a saucy boy. Okay. Well, there's a there's a demigloss there's a... sauce. No. All right. I when you say demigloss, I think of paint. Demigloss is like reduced of... beef stock. It's also a paint. Because you have semi-gloss, demi-gloss. Actually, I just realized mm. I was probably thinking of semi-gloss, not demi. They're wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I just realized I was wrong. Wrong, wrong. China. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, check us out on Twitter at SurprisingTwit. Check us out on Instagram at SurprisinglyPodcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify, feel free to check us out on YouTube as well, Surprisingly Sober Podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, check us out on our audio platforms if you want to listen to us on the go. Please like and subscribe. Yeah. Ding. Uh, if you fucking hate us, let us know in the comments. If you love us, don't leave a comment so that when the comment section's empty, it's because everyone loves us. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> God damn it. You're a yeah. genius. Yeah, dude. Way to boost that self-esteem. Dude, fucking 82 level IQ right there. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Force Gump. That's above average, right? In Alabama. <laughs> I was going to say where we grew up and can be, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's basically the Alabama of Oregon. <laughs> that's Malala. Or uh, Estacada. Uh, no, Malala and Estacada are the Mississippi. Incesticada? Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, I'm Taryn. I'm Trevor. And we are r slash signing, signing off. off.